All right, Kathy. Uh, looks like we're back on the air, guys. Uh, Kathy's a little split screened on us because of uh, <laughs> everything that's going on. Kathy, just lean to the left or the right for a minute I until we get Lynn back in here. Lead this way a little. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, but we're going to wait until Lynn comes back before we get into anything else. Uh, we'll start this <laughs> off kind of slow <laughs> because of the screens. Um Guys, we are having to go through some uh, technical difficulties. For some reason, Skype is being a pain in the butt and does not integrate with XSplit anymore. So I had to use an old version of XSplit. I did uh, update and give y'all something to bet on. Is Gonzo drinking beer or whiskey tonight? It'll either be beer. Beer is zero. Whiskey is one. You can find that in there. Um, so you would type, uh, you know, exclamation point bet zero one space the amount. <laughs> so um, we're going to get things going. Um, before we get, and we'll make sure whenever she gets back in, because she's going to message me, or hopefully she'll message you, Kathy, when she's back in. Uh, excuse me. And I'll call her back. Um Guys, we've got some pretty big announcements going on. Um, we are coming up on our one-year anniversary. I'll kind of lean in and stuff until I can do this. Um, we got, yeah, going up on our one-year anniversary. So we're like super, 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 super excited about what's coming up. Um, Broken Egg Games and us are working on a few things. Some of, we showed you some of the pictures. We've got physical copies of stuff. So we are like this close until we're ready. Um... What else? Uh, we are actually going to be doing something we said we would never do, but we are doing it. And what? we will. Oh, yeah. John and I talked. We, we left you out of the loop because we want to surprise you, too. Um, but it's something good. Um, but it's not going to be something crazy. It's just certain things that we're going to do. I'm getting stuff set up also. Um, John, will, John will never sing Max. No. E. John will never sing. Uh, that's all me. And if you are a $20 subscriber on Patreon, please send me your song that you want me to sing. Um, because that is all up to you. Uh, I'm not going to pick a song because if I pick the song, it'll probably be like, you know, another rap song and I'm horrible at rap. Um, let's see. We're going to be adding, like since we're adding in uh, a bunch of new things coming up, guys. Um, we're also in the works with something that's coming up that I can't talk about yet, but it is something with Broken Egg Games that, um, that, that, that what, uh, why do people Max, keep saying that? The Maxim, Fifth Element Opera song. Maxim DT, you subscribe at the $20 level, and when we receive your payments, I will do it. You know me. And the rest of us will wear earplugs. Yes. Um, but let's see. Let's go down to what's going on. Uh, we're coming up, like I said, on our one-year anniversary. Uh, we are doing something we said we wouldn't do, but we're going to do it anyway. Um, and it's not going to be something all the time. Um, we are working on Broken Egg, not only on our token sets and stuff, but I received some of that stuff, and it all looks really good now. Uh, and that will go on sale pretty soon. Um, also, I have to get with Adam. Uh, Gen Con's kind of, of course, putting everything on hold. Um... And then, 
we are actually working on something even bigger with Broken Egg Games that we just have to wait to see. Um, also, Xander, I need my song, buddy. Um, also, we are coming up on, like I said, on one year anniversary. We're going to be including some stuff that we didn't. Uh, we're going to open up a lot of stuff uh, as a big thank you to everybody. Um Miss Gonzo has a guest confirmed. (laughs) 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 I will ask her to come on one time and see what she says. Uh, I don't guarantee anything. Uh, All right. You got it. I will download it, get it on there, and I will sing it. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Uh, I haven't heard that song in forever. You could do that one. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. I'll even do it with a soundtrack. I'll even do it with music in the background, too. Just so we can have some actual music. Um, and we'll do it. Um, guys, we're still getting stuff ready. Um, what else? We are actually going to be updating our Patreon in a little bit. Please make sure you go into the... Hey, Banyan. Make sure you go to the Hi, um, Facebook page. Vote on the stuff. Look at Patreon. Because... Um, Excuse me, we've got some stuff going on that we really are are happy about. Uh, If you have not received something from us, and we promise to give you something, please let us know. Um, Solazar today said that uh, he hadn't gotten his Broken Egg game stuff, and I was like, what? And that was back in, like, February. Um, Keep an eye on our Facebook page, guys. Um, There's a lot of stuff going on there. Facebook page, and uh, for Patreon subscribers, check those emails. Yeah, because we do send things to you via email and let you know about uh, new content and uh, giveaways and things like that. Uh, definitely, because Kathy will be getting together with all the people that want to do the paint along with her. Uh, you need to check her emails for that. Um, what else? Um, Patreon subscribers, there's a new integration with um, and YouTube subscribers. If you're YouTube subscribers, you will get integration within Twitch pretty soon. Uh, I noticed that. Um, and so you can get rewards. Uh, we're going to be trying to go back and stream live on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook uh, coming up with the new stuff going on because that'll help us out. Um, what else? I don't know. That seems like a oh, lot. Oh, so the weekend we'll call after Lynn back. Gen Con. I just wanted you to know, and everyone can know, I actually will be around. I previously thought I would be going to the first Adepticon staff meeting, which is like a weekend fiesta. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just too soon after Gen Con, and I'm pretty sure Jim and I are going to be dead. <laughs> so uh, we don't want to drive all that way. And... Uh, and take all that extra time off after get it, just getting back from Gen Con. So we will be around that weekend following Gen Con. Okay. Um, we're going to have some new stuff. Um, I have stopped my Twitch stream on Tuesday and put it to Wednesday because we're also doing that as the RPG. So just do it all at one. I'll do it every Wednesday instead of like every other Wednesday. Uh, that's way it'll be more direct. Um, also looking to do a stream on Saturday morning. I'm not 100% sure on that. 
because um, it all depends. Like Saturday morning cartoons? Yes, it'll be Gonzo's cartoons is what we're going like to do. Like Shaggy and Scooby? No, more like H.R. Uh, Puffin stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Oh, there's so much stuff going on. I mean, I have been super, super busy uh, with podcast stuff these last week, guys, that y you, you just don't know. Um, contact with Mechanica Studios, contact with Dan from Tectonic Craft Studios, um, Broken Egg Games. Um, what else? Um, changes to the stream, changes to the Facebook page. There's so much stuff going on right now. And Congo says the Twitch doesn't want to cooperate with him. That's okay. No technology wants to cooperate <laughs> with any of us right now. And I'm going to blame solar flares. Uh, Congo, we are going to try to integrate some other stuff to it. Uh, so far, there's been a lot of new integration with things that we're probably going to be including uh, YouTube and uh, Facebook back into this. Um, I'll have to they, say, they say that uh, the new updates uh, will allow Facebook to work better with Xbox. Correct. And that's the reason what we're going to do. We're going to try to do that. Um, so, we will go ahead. I know we've been blabbing. Just pay attention to Facebook, guys. We've got a lot of stuff coming. Uh, if you see us spamming a lot of information, it's not that we're spamming. We just got a lot of information that we'll be telling you that you're just going to... Some of it you're going to flip out. Some of you're like, oh, okay, it's just Gonzo. Um, but there's a lot of cool stuff coming up. And John will continue to post his hobby streak pictures. And I will continue to post pictures of the models that I work on in my painting stream every Monday and Thursday morning. <laughs> it's always just Gonzo. <laughs> um, but there's going to be some. there's going to be some really cool stuff coming up. Uh, not only for the stream, but also for our stuff that we're doing. Um, like I said, so we've got a lot of cool stuff coming out. Um, something I'm really, really proud of and something I'm just super, super excited for. Um, what else? Um, go check our patron out, guys. We're doing a lot of cool stuff right now. A lot of stuff that... Um, I was really surprised at what other people charge for their Patreon. And compared to what they're offering and what we're offering, we're super, super cheap, and I like that because that's what we want to do. Um, <coughs> we're still waiting on Lynn to come back. It's not a big deal. Um, but until then, Kathy, let me fix this for you. This is kind of a pain in the butt. You want me to sing what? No, I don't want you to sing anything. <laughs> no one wants that. All right, let me fix that. Uh, Lynn should be coming back pretty soon, but we'll go and get the bet passed on. Uh, hopefully everybody's done their betting lap because I'm going to shut it down in just a second. Uh, make sure you bet. Looks like a lot of people are just like out of money. We're going to stop. Kathy, what are you drinking tonight? I've replenished my supply of Kraken, so uh -huh. I am drinking Kraken and rum, although, uh, so yesterday was our once a month gaming at our friend's house, mm -hmm. and I was honored to share the birthday Glenn Fittig, uh. 
And oh my god. Oh my god. It was so good. I love scotch. I love this <laughs> scotch. <laughs> um, I am actually drinking whiskey tonight. I have some good old Maker's that. Mark um, going on. Is that a bourbon? Whiskey bourbon. So, I've got a good old uh, Maker's Mark coming to me. I haven't had any Makers in a while. So, about uh, mm, a little bit of a two-finger. I'm going to be drinking that tonight because uh, I ran out of beer. So, we're done to that. Um, so, um, guys, thanks for joining us. Y'all mean a shit ton to us. Um, whether you listen to us on your streaming device, whether you watch us on Twitch, whether you support us on Patreon, you donate, whatever. Y'all make all the cool stuff happening in my life right now. Um, whether it be whatever. Um, so, with that, I think we're going to cheer to our fans. Here's them. Cheers, uh, cheers to all of you. Oh man, that's good. Damn, that's good. Um, I'm gonna go and switch it over to um, the painting cam. Uh, Lynn <laughs> should be in pretty soon, guys. <laughs> third she guest is a drink. <laughs> third guest is a drink. We're gonna switch to the painting cam. Um, and when she gets in, we'll start the conversation on that. Uh, I am working on the Silvestro. I went with the brown leather type look for them. Um, hopefully it comes up pretty decent. Um, I need to... Yeah. Today I'm going to work on uh, the uh, liquid gas stuff. And I like the liquid gas stuff. I don't know if you need to do anything else to that. Uh, well, I, I need to touch this up, the smoke area. Uh, I need to dry brush it with uh, some black and gray. That's the part I'm looking at, and I'm looking at it like it's done. It looks done to me. It, it's not. Um, I can, there, uh, it needs to be touched up. I'm going to do some dry brushing on it just so I can hit the tops of the smoke. Uh, I need to add some more green to the flask, and I want to add yellow to this flask. And a uh, a blue to this flash just give it a little bit different color. Okay. Um, yeah, I really color. like how that smoke is going. Yeah, and then um, I don't know. I may do this one as a green also. Um, and then I need to work on the base um, and get that going. I swear I thought he had bagpipes. It turns <laughs> out it's just exhaust pipes. Just exhaust which pipes. Which amounts to the same thing, really. So, other than that. Um, everything else looks pretty decent on them. I'll probably do some more highlighting on the leather, just to bring that up a bit. Is this uh, hat going to be leather, too? Or metal? Uh, leather and metal. This leather okay. around here and the top. Yes, it is Maximum DT. It is a Crucible Garden model. Um, a friend of mine had an extra, and so I just bought it from him. So, when I get done painting it, I'm going to give it away like usual. Um, cool. let's see if she's back i don't know if she's sent you anything yet no. i'll just do another invite for her 
Um, we'll see if she comes back. Uh, yeah. Um, guys, we're also going to be doing some stuff with our sponsors. Our sponsors are going to be changing things and the way things are being done. So be on the lookout for that. Um, also, what else, Kathy? Man, there's just so much stuff going on. We may go over just a little bit because of technical difficulties. Um, Kathy, what do you think about this? I'm going to fill in the rest of this thing with, uh, uh, the green in the bottle, but I think I'm going to take and I'm going to do a black line like it's, you know, the gradu graduated cylinder type thing, but uh -huh. I'm going to take yellow and kind of do like yellow right along the edge here and then go up a little bit with it. Sort of so, a little highlight yeah. kind of thing of yellow. Yeah. Yeah. And get that going. Um, the army box is, uh, hard plastic. Um, what else? Hard plastic, metal. I think that was about it. I don't think I saw any rustic. There was nothing so, like, uh, the dread rots. Lynn is getting ready to park in front of her house right now. Okay. That is the update. All right. Just like anything else everything changes so i'm gonna go ahead and get this painted up work on this while we're doing it um i'm not playing crucible guard but um a bunch of people especially congo might be kind of happy i will be going back to my kador after war machine weekend so i've already started building lists and teching and Doing a need to. And speaking about Kador, how about the Wisconsin team champion where all three players were playing Kador and the entire team won? What do we think about that? Because that's actually We pretty... don't think about that. Kador is the enemy. Uh-oh. Yeah, I don't know. I've never played <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really, really cool. People They're just were... screwing with Congo. Yeah. Uh, people were giving Tim uh, and his team a bunch of shit because there was a lot of people that were saying that Kador's crap. And it's not that Kador's crap. It's just Kador has a lot of things they have to answer for. And them doing that this weekend is actually pretty freaking cool. Um... <laughs> yeah it'll be interesting to see how they go along uh our Kador player is back playing so it'll be interesting to see what he does with the new tech uh i've already started building lists for warm after after war machine weekend about what i want to play and i already bought my models so just have to see it <laughs> what is this heresy <laughs> <laughs> kathy says Nobody likes Kador. Kador is horrible. Yeah, but I don't know what the hell I'm talking about because I've never played War Machine. So, no. you know, you can take that however you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually pretty excited about what happened out there. Let me, let me get out my bust of Lenin. Maybe that will make you feel better, Congo. 
in the other room. But it was it was pretty interesting that they did that um, and won because of all the hate Kador has. Um, we did get our local player to test out the new Scorn Battle Engine, which to me I think still needs a lot of tweaking, but was pretty freaking cool to watch on the table. That thing is badass and I'm afraid of it. And I just smudged all over what I would just painted because I'm a dummy. Um, we didn't even talk about what we did this week. Kathy, what did you do this week? Anything interesting? I got my hair cut. Woo woo! I played games yesterday. Uh, oh, I played Code Names last night, which mm -hmm. was fun. We had the most hilarious game of Pit. Yes, the old-fashioned card game with the bell that you ding. <laughs> uh, but it's possible that it might have been the Scotch speaking at that point. <laughs> uh, and then there was a game a friend of mine brought called Donner Dinner Party. Never heard of that. Which, which was very much like uh, Werewolf or Resistance, where you have cannibals in your party because, you know, it's the Donner Party. And you're all struggling to survive, but you, there are cannibals. Yes, Xander, you... You eat your friends. <laughs> and that was funny, too. Try to, there was one other game I think we played, and I don't remember, but we were just screwing around with some short little, uh, short little games yesterday rather than throwing down a, a big, long game of Zombicide or Firefly or something. Ooh, talking about games, I ordered uh, a new RPG. Yeah? Yeah. Is it the Genesis one? And the Fantasy <laughs> World that cool. uh, comes along with that is part of it. Um, I ordered those. Just wait for them to come in. May take That's a little the bit. New Fantasy Flight Games RPG, right? Yeah, it's for their new rule set. So I'm going to be looking for somebody to try to run that because I think I want to play in it. And since we Ooh. want more RPG stuff, since y'all have requested more RPG stuff. We'll see. I was going to say I would volunteer to play, but I have never, ever run an RPG. So, yeah, not going to volunteer for that one. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's let this dry a little bit. I also worked a little bit on my branch wraith, and she is almost done. I'm going to work on getting her base done. I need my dungeon gray. In here. Um, let me see if Lynn's back up and I'll give her a call back. Let's see if she's available. Hello. Hey, hey. Hi, I just got into the house. I was I was almost a half hour away from home, so that's You're why fine. I took a look. It's yeah. all good. Uh, that was the closest Apple store to me. <laughs> that just sounds like such a giant headache. And then with all the Gen Con prep craziness, I know you're spending a ton of time getting prepped for that. And to have six hours taken away from you 
That's like a sharp stick in the eye. Maybe. Yeah, it really was. Uh, okay, I'm connecting to my computer right now is what I'm getting ready to do. So Right on. Right there. So, dial, hold on. What's, uh, I'll be back. Okay. Um, let's see. What else? Um, I... Oh, you know what? Oh, we're waiting on that. Guys, give me... Kathy, entertain them for about two and two, and I'm going to go get some stuff. Would you like me to tell you a story? <laughs> so, I'm, I'm to entertain you. Um, I, I'm no good at this. The entertaining... Gonzo is much funnier than I am. Xander says he went to a grand reopening of his local game store. Ooh. So, what's the local game store? And why were they grand reopening? Oh, the owner's birthday. Alright. I, since we're waiting on Lynn for a little bit, I want to show you what came in the mail. I have to take it because I'm going to be playing with it this weekend or this Monday. Um, the stuff that we've been working with um, whatchamacallit, we've been working with Broken Egg Games. Um, there's been a few things that came up. Um, I'm going to move this to the side. Move this out of the way. Um, what else? Okay, I'm here. How about your video? Working on it. Okay. Um, this week, guys, Broken Egg Games sent me the test product for some of the things that we've been working on uh, with them. And I'm going to show it to you because, you know, y'all deserve to see what we're working on. So give me one second. I got to get all the cool stuff. All right. We are doing proxy bases. Uh, let's see if you can see that on the thing. Um, Put it on your painting okay. cam. Oh, there it is. I'm sorry, leg. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is one of our proxy bases. And if you notice, the proxy bases have a notch mark on them for the arcing. That was what we're doing. So here's the small. Here's the medium, if you can see the markings on them. Um, to make it easier to see. And then there is, of course, the large one, which has the markings on it. Trying to get these in camera. Um, these are actual physical copies. Um, the one cool thing. Yeah, uh, Maximum DT, we are stuck like that until we make partner, which will be a very, very, very long time from now um, because we don't have the viewership, um, which is okay. You should still get pretty good picture. Um, also, one of the things that we're doing is um, we are doing objective markers that you can write on. And this is one of the objective markers. So you can write... Oh, don't tell me I don't have a marker in here. What the heck is wrong with that? That's a permanent marker. I'm not going to write on it with a permanent marker. I don't have a dry erase marker in here or on my stuff. What? All right, hold on.
fake it with a paintbrush. Wait, that, that didn't really sound right. Okay. Everybody hear me? Yep. Alright. Uh, so this is our objective marker. And so you have a pathfinder. You write path. And here's the damage. And so you can write on it. I know there's probably going to be some glare. Um, so you can write on it of what it is. And then when you're done, just wipe it off. Um, one of the cool things that we are going to have... Um, which everybody, I've, people have been dying for me to do this, is our tournament tracker. And... That's freaking cool. That way you can keep track of everything that you're working on, and how long it's been there, and rounds, and of course it's usable for any game. And it's actually real small, so you can put it in your stuff, no problem. Um... And, of course, it's all dry erase. Usable. Um, and what I think is really cool and everybody's kind of excited for is we decided since uh, War Machine and Hordes does flags and there's a couple other games that have it, we decided to do something that was really cool. Is Here's the base for our flags. And here's the flag. And you pop it into the base. And let it... Kind of, it's kind of tight. That way it stands up straight. And you have 3D flags to put on your table. Ta-da! That way you can have actual flags. Um, these are where the tests run. So everything here should be exactly the way it is when we see it. Um, I am super, super excited. <laughs> I, everybody has been dying for the flags and objective and the tournament tracker I know a lot of my tournament players are like we want one because so and so has one and we can't get one because we didn't weren't the cool kids and I'm like I got you fam so who I got is you. it who did the artwork for us again the artwork was done by Mechanica Studios yeah he did a really good job yes uh, Chris at Mechanica Studios did all the graphic work for us um, and he's going to be doing more for us, but, um, he's the one that did that. And of course, Broken Egg Games is going to be the one that's going to be selling it. Um, and we are going to have Adam on as soon as the affiliate store is up because there's some cool stuff coming with that. Um, we will be selling those, uh, pretty soon. So just get ready for it. So now that we got, um, Lynn finally here Lynn sorry yeah <laughs> what you up to <laughs> well I just finished losing half my day trying to get my phone fixed did it did you like and, just die on uh, you did it die on you no, or what it just suddenly stopped sending messages it stopped sending messages and then I couldn't search for stuff online and it was just being really weird and I sat there and was like, okay, maybe I just need to be reset in the Verizon network. So I called Verizon. I ended up having to call them four times. And so that wasn't fun. So I lost three hours there. And then I ended up going straight to the Apple store. And they ended up replacing, having to replace my phone and my SIM card. Hmm. That's weird. Uh-huh. 
All right, guys. So, um, since we're back, we can go and go with everything. Uh, we may run over just a little bit tonight, guys, just because we're so far behind because of technology. Um, Lynn, Lynn, you run Metalhead Minis. What is Metalhead Minis? I own Metalhead Minis. We do, uh, I do painting, uh, consignment, and uh, classes. Now, I met you through other painters, pretty much. Yeah. And when I met you through other painters, the last time you and I got to know each other really well when you went to Oklahoma yep. for an event and you were like, I'm going to talk to this weirdo. And yeah. we got to know each other pretty well just by talking and BSing about life. Yeah. Um, but we started getting to know each other pretty well when we started going. Of course, we went to all these different cons. Like, of course, wah, 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 Adepticon, which I can't go to. Um, uh, but you're also doing a bunch of classes also, don't you? You do what type of classes at Gen Con this year? Uh, we're doing, um, beginner painting, beginner basing, drilling and pinning, um, blending and glazing, um, magnetizing and conversion, intermediate basing. It is like 18 classes altogether. So I love that you have a ton of classes that are just for uh, beginner types. You know, people who just want to, you know, kind of learn the basics to oh, get yeah, out of the just to. repainting three color minimum. You know. Yep. No, you have to because, you know, there are every time at a, a convention, especially one as big as Gen Con, there's always newcomers, always people new to the hobby or trying to get a refresher. So you have to make sure that you have something available for them. Yeah. Why, why leave them out, you know? And kids, too. A lot of a lot of times in our classes, we get kids, um, you know, parents who are hobbyists that pass it down to their children. So they always bring their children to our classes, too, which is also awesome because we get to watch the kids grow up if they come to Gen Con every year. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So there's some kids that, that still come to my classes that I've known since they were like five or six coming in and painting in my class and now they're oh, teenagers. That's, that's awesome. Oh yeah. Well, how did you get started, you know, in the hobby and you know, the commission and all that stuff? Uh, I've, I've been in the hobby since 1997, but I only did it for fun. And then how I got into it as a job was, uh, I used to be a lead technician for Verizon and I got laid off when all the layoffs were happening in like 08, 09. So I got laid off and because I worked so many hours, I was still doing school full time to finish one of my degrees, but it was like making me crazy that I needed to do more. So I ended up going to the GW store and painting all the time. Then I found out Reaper was right by me. So I went to Reaper, started painting there and stuff and then next thing you know as i was sitting there painting and doing stuff people were like hey can i pay you to do this hey can i pay you to do that like every every service that my company provides was was uh, dropped on our lap <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah literally literally everything was just dropped on my lap the painting you know okay can i pay you to paint this can i pay you to paint this and everybody kept doing it and then i was just like well i might as well turn it into something then one day one of my friends came to me and said, hey, I need you to help me sell my shit, otherwise my wife is going to put me out in the street. So next thing you know, we started doing, we started getting the hang of it real quick, and hey, 
I should do consignment. And then next thing you know, I have a consignment service. <laughs> and then, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then I sat there and I was at Gen Con that my first year at Gen Con. Hey, so-and-so can't teach this class. Can you go teach beginner painting? Sure. And I go. And next thing you know, Metalhead Minis has been a premier event for Gen Con for years. And now I run the whole part of it, too. And that's, that's amazing. That's going to be cool because it, uh, that whole thing really needed somebody who is really organized. And I know that you're a very organized uh, kind of person unless, you know, Apple throws you. you for a freaking loop. <laughs> yeah, right? No kidding. And you know, you know, I'm still going to get shit done. Watch me. I might not sleep tonight, but I'll get it done. Watch. Absolutely. Um. Yep. You know, you sit there, and I've only been at Gen Con once, and when I was at Gen Con, you know, I went as, you know, an observer and never did anything, you know, just, just a, a, a nerd and a geek. What does it really take to put on a demo or a class at Gen Con? I mean, like, from the beginning to the end, what do you have to do? Uh, for 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 us, it's a it's a pretty huge friggin' undertaking. <laughs> I don't mind it because you know my attendees are super duper happy. But like, um, it, it's really it, you get out of it what you put into it, basically, right? So, but for, um, so most people when they do the class, their classes, you know, uh, if people you know that we have come in and instruct. They'll usually like either, you know, bring stuff just for their classes or whatever, and then that's it. But for me, I do more than that. So I got to sit there and, uh, you know, do all the stuff for the class. I've been doing postings of it, too. Like, you got to sit there and may I have to go over all the handouts, make sure all the information is up to date, and then go through. And then I have to print enough copies for everybody. So we do enough for, like, 20 people in each class. So I do, like... Uh, 360 you know different copies of uh of, of of handouts and stuff which takes thousands of pieces of paper and then i have to sit there and make sure i have enough models for everybody in the class and then we have to prep them and then i at the same time i'm also prepping the paint and take minis for gen con along with some other people doing that and then uh, i prep the speed paint some of the speed paint minis too for gen con and then uh I also make sure for my own classes that there's a you know enough other supplies for the other classes like green enough green stuff for everybody that everybody gets a certain amount of green stuff for the intermediate classes. Then I make sure I have enough bases and I have to make sure I have enough tools. Sometimes you have to reorder uh, tools if they're worn down. Like you know if brushes are worn down recently, I had to buy uh, 25 sets of new brushes. And then um, I or then for the drilling and pinning class because that was a new class. I had to sit there and meticulously go through and we had to pick out which were the best rods to get for the for the pinning and then uh, ordered uh, 10 pin vices and, you know, and stuff like that. So there's really a lot. I, I mean, that's I'm probably not even covering all that. I'm just going off the top of my head. But there's like there's really a lot that I do to sit there and, and get ready for it. Like it literally takes months and months of, you know, planning and going through and going and buying stuff and in this case also i you know since i'm starting to you know to run the whole thing now not just the classroom area i already bought stuff to make changes to make things you know nicer for the classroom and stuff like that like i bought table markers so that people can walk in and see what table numbers there are instead of having to have someone always point them to where they need to be you know to make it easier yeah. for the teachers and for the students 
And then uh, also I, I made plaques for inside the competition case so that when people look at the competition case, they know what category they're looking at. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, but okay. So you, you got all these supplies and everything that you're, you're having to get. Is this coming straight out of your pocket? I mean, how do you, I mean, I do. Yeah. I don't mind it. Cause I get the money back. Cause I get paid for doing Gen Con anyway. Okay. Now, whenever you that's, do this, do you go to Gen Con and do you just have them, you know, you, you, people pay for the class and they come and sit down. How many people are you expecting to see in your classes, this Gen Con? Every every Gen Con within the first ten to ten to twenty minutes of registration opening, the classes sell out. And how many people is that? That's what I'm asking. Uh, um, Gen Con has the max up there of fifteen, and then we always have a waiting list too, and we tell people that we could fit in up to five extra people in each class. That's why I said I do enough for twenty in each class. Gotcha. It's just that the thing is, is that on the Gen Con site when you submit your events for those classes. The max on there is 15. Gotcha. Yeah, but I sit there and tell them. But, I mean, like, not every instructor is comfortable with doing that. But me, myself, I can sit there and even do more than that if I want it. But I just don't have the space. You know, they only give you so much space at the tables. Yeah. So that's usually what I do. And that makes people happy, too, because then they don't feel so discouraged. Because, you know, say they put one of the classes on the wish list and then they couldn't get it, you know? Yeah. I like to try and give people a good experience when they come to something big like Gen Con. Well, I mean, Gen Con is, is, is huge. I mean, there's plenty yep. of stuff to do at Gen Con. If you're bored at Gen Con, you need to rethink why you're at Gen Con. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have a friend who seems to always go through the exhibitor's hall, and then after the whole four days is over, he's like... Yeah, there just wasn't anything there I was interested in. And I'm sitting there thinking, what? What? Oh, I see. You know, I, I, at there some point, always... you're just being overly critical. Yeah. Yeah, some people just don't have nothing better to do. <laughs> oh, hi, John. Thanks for joining us. Hey, you're supposed to be partying, not hanging out with no, us. No, man, his life is over. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Thanks for the subscription, John Spencer. Oh, thank you, John. Mucho gracias. We appreciate Muchas it. Muchas gracias. Um, hold on a second. I'm trying to be real careful. This is not going to work. Okay. So is there anything, Lynn, that you're going to be doing besides all of the work you're doing for the, uh, the hobby the miniature hobby area or are uh, you just going to be slammed for time there now you know me i'm always i'm always running my ass off or something you know um so sorry this whole thing is just giving me over um so yeah i'm i'm always um i'm going through and running around and doing miniature related stuff um I, i'm gonna have a somebody with me that's going to be their first gen con so of course i'm going to want to run around with him and show him as much as possible and stuff like that he's like super excited then all he talks about is you know doing um is coming to gen con so he's like he's really excited but nice. um yeah so i'll be you know showing him around stuff too you know but uh but yeah other than that yeah you'll see me mostly doing mini related stuff and then 
you know, going to the booths and everything like that when I can, you know, go see Ken, the usual. Mm-hmm. Go see George. What, what, are you, what are you looking forward to at Gen Con? Because, I mean, as someone that's in the maybe mini hobby world and not just, you know, a fan, there's things that people are like, oh, I want to go see that. And you're like, I didn't know that was going to be happening. Or, you know, I'm going to go see that. I want to see this because, you know, that's, you know, a friend and all this other stuff. What is, what are you really looking forward to? Uh, teaching my students in the classes? No, I'm talking besides that. Um, well, I mean, it's pretty much that and, and, and dealing with my volunteers and stuff is pretty much all I do. Um, well, what I am looking forward to this year is showing Matt around um, at, at Gen Con because it's his first one and he's, he's a big gamer and stuff like that. And so, I, you know, when you, when you bring somebody that you're close to or whatever that, you know, best friends or family or, you know, whatever, and you bring them to something like Gen Con and it's their first Gen Con, it makes you excited about it all over again. Hey, Solasar. Yeah, I, I'll agree with you. Are there any products you're looking forward to that you haven't seen yet or heard about? Uh, or truthfully, th- not that I could think of. I know that Privateer Press came out with a few new, um, a few new uh, paints, but that's honestly all I know. I, I haven't really gotten to see much of what everybody is coming out with for uh, Gen Con. I haven't had time because there's really a lot that's been going on in you know personally to in my personal life too. So I haven't really had much time to look at everything. So, uh, but yeah, I just figured I'll be surprised if anything else. That's that's just what I'll do. <laughs> I'll just be surprised. What about friends? Um, well, of course, I always love seeing okay, everybody. Um, hold on, I'm trying so, to share uh, this too. Yeah, I just figured I'll be surprised. Uh-oh. Okay. Double I was audio. To show people, yeah. Um, so yeah, so basically, uh, friends. You know, I'm always looking forward to seeing, uh, I, I'm glad Kathy and Jim are coming and that, you know, and Jen and Roy will be there and, uh, you know, all, all my MHE crew and uh, uh, who else? Um, the Dust Tactics people, the uh, Forge World, you know, Forge World and it's just, I don't know. I'm just, I, I always look forward to seeing everybody, Aaron and Liz and, and, and Elizabeth Beckley and, you know, Kingdom Death people and Nestor, Nessie will be there. When oh, I, he's, yeah. He's family too. He's also, he's also teaching some of the Metalhead Minis classes along with, um, along with Scott Warren. So. Oh, cool. yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have, uh, yeah, we have, uh, Nestor will be teaching, uh, beginner basing. And um, he'll be teaching uh, cleanup and prep also. And then Scott Warren will be teaching drilling and pinning and magnetizing and conversion. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because when you say, you know, a class in drilling and pinning and people think, oh, you know, what, what is there to that? But I've run across people who don't know how to work a pin vice at all. No. Oh, yeah. So that's a valuable class, especially also... You know, there's those of us who it took a long time for me to figure out how to be pinning something where the like the arm is aligned with the shoulder socket, for instance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of trial and error because when I was figuring that out, it was before it was before social media. And really all there was was forums 
and you were lucky if you could find a tutorial about something like that. Oh yeah, I mean, and, and it, I just for for a lot of people though, like especially those that uh, learn by hands-on, it's actually beneficial for them, you know, to have a class and and what have you. And also, the good thing about having a class is people have the opportunity to be there in person with the person who's teaching it, and then they could ask questions. And these are all hands-on classes, aren't they? It sounds uh, like. I All my classes are designed to cater to all different styles of learning, including people with learning disabilities. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, our, our classes cater to everybody who, anybody who can learn by listening, learn by reading, learn by hands-on. And then if you if you have a, a learning disability, we, we always are able to help in that regard too, so. Yep. So we just we all we we don't we tried to make sure everybody learns as much as possible because it's important. Yeah, I I like that about the the different ways of learning. I think that's important. Well, the thing is, is that one of the biggest problems I always seen with people uh, when they teach, they usually can only teach the way they know how to learn. So, for example, you could tell who the teachers are that usually learn by uh, watching or whatever, because they'll be the ones that usually demo. Or you could tell the ones who sit there and can learn by listening or reading because they'll stand there and just lecture you on how to do it. But won't give show you a handout. <laughs> yeah, they'll give you a handout. Those are the ones who learn by listening or reading. And then, you know, the hands-on ones, that's the ones that it's all just hands-on classes. What I noticed was uh, over the years, because um, I've I've trained people and stuff in in things to, like jobs and everything since I was twelve, so that's how I learned over the years that there's a lot of cases where certain people are being alienated out from learning stuff because the you know whoever's teaching them like say you go to a job and you're learning how to flip burgers and the person just sits there and tells you and you learn by hands on you're like well that's all well and good. But can you actually show me hands-on how to hell do my job? So this, so, so you just alienated a person from being able to have a livelihood. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And then if the, if if the, if you got a person who learns by listening, but they're only showing you by hands-on, then there's some things about it that they might not get. So again, that's another person that's being alienated. So I sat there and made sure that once I started teaching classes, that I designed them in such a way where every learning style is catered to. So not one person ever walks out of my class not learning anything. It never, it's never happened, at least not yet, at least not that I know of. Well, except there was one person who supposedly only knew how to knit and sew, and so the husband or whatever complained on the Gen Con forums because she went into the class about beginner basing but she never painted a mini or anything in her life. You know, some people go into these classes and they're just like, hey, let me just try something new. So I figured that's why she was in the class. Well, it ended up, she goes into the class and whatnot, and, and she didn't feel like the class was beneficial to her because she learned how to put flock on a base. Well, of course you're not going to find it beneficial because what the hell are you going to do with the flock besides stare at it? You know what I mean? <laughs> and now put a model on it. Sewing a needlepoint to go into a basing class and you didn't even know what the hell you were putting flock on plastic for. You could have asked. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, of all the classes you got to wonder if it was just uh, because that class still had an opening in it, you know? 
Well, no, I mean, it could... Well, some people also will sit there and, like, if Gen Con, when they go through and put stuff on their wish list, if things don't end up becoming available, then, yeah, they'll sometimes just pick random shit. Or I think she might have even been one of the extras that I even allowed in and was like, yeah, come on, I take in strays, you know, whatever. And, uh, yeah, it was just... But, yeah, the next thing you know, the husband complained on there. It was like, $14, and then all she learned how to do was put stuff on a base and whatever. And I was like, well, that's the point of the fucking class. Like, what do you want me to tell you? It's you know? in the description. Yeah. Well, you could have asked, hey, before I sit there and spend my money, what am I spending money on? And I would have been more than happy to explain to you, you know? Well, you, you mentioned at one point that you're doing a paint and tank class. Paint and take class. What is a paint and take class? It is not a paint and take class. Paint and take is an actual event that takes place in Gen Con at the second floor that has about 2,000 people that do the event throughout the weekend. And that's where you just sit down and grab a miniature and start painting on it at your own pace, and then you can take it home. Yep, right? yep. Yep, yep. And you supply all the miniatures? Yeah, well, we have sponsors and stuff. As a matter of fact, GW is one of them. This year, GW is actually is actually sponsoring. I like that they're getting back into the uh, into the community in such a positive way. Yeah. Hell yeah, man! I'm all about that too. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I thought it was great. They sent us like a bunch of of uh, you know, what do you call it? Stormcast and Primaris Marines sent us like. Friggin' three thousand of them. I didn't get to do. I didn't get to do all three thousand because obviously there's no need to, uh, because we also got a lot of Reaper bones and stuff like that. But um, but yeah, we did some of those. We prepped up some of those, so there'll be hundreds of those. And then there's Reaper bones again. And then there's uh, in, there's going to be Infinity models, and um, yeah, there's there's like the, the Impact miniatures and. Um, so there's a ton of stuff to choose from for these uh, paint and take. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's oh, cool. for sure. Yep, you just go up, you pick your mini, and then you go and you sit down. And, and then, paints uh, and brushes are provided if you don't bring your own, right? That Yeah, no, you don't have to bring paints and brushes. We supply all that. Got the, the plate, the napkins, the, the paint, the brush, everything. It's all there. <laughs> You just go, you come visit, you say, hey, give us a mini, or, you know, at the when it's uh, throughout the course of the weekend, like Friday and Saturday, for example, there's usually a wait. So you wait for your name to get called, and then you come up, and then you pick your mini, and you sit and you paint. And what's the, uh, what's the miniature painting competition about? Uh, I mean, I'm asking this, I've been to Gen Con a million times, but... I have rarely, I used to work it, so I never had time to come up to see what the uh, miniature uh, hobby area is about. So, the painting competition is about. Oh, yeah, um, the painting competition, well, I understand why you're asking about it, too, because also changes have been made since um, Shannon took over and then, you know, and, 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 you know, me and stuff like that. Um, Starting next year, it's fully going to be me taking over. And this year, it's me and Shannon because we're, like, transitioning over, if you will. I guess is the most sensible way to put it. And um, uh, when Shannon took over, 
she turned it into an open an open forum competition, open format rather, um, which was great and very beneficial because what happened was at first Gen Con only did like, you know, the top uh, the top winners, which I understand how that would be, you know, more prestigious and stuff when you get the win and stuff. But what happened was it just seemed to a lot of attendees and stuff that the same people were winning Mm -hmm. and it wasn't fair. And I agreed that that wasn't that, 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 you know, from the outside looking in that, that didn't look right and that a change needed to be made. And uh, when Shannon took over, she agreed with that also. And the thing is, is that we want people to be encouraged to, uh, to enter and, and, you know, be in the hobby and stuff like that. We don't want people to sit there and feel like, oh, well, it's always the same people that paint great. I'll never have a chance and whatever, because that doesn't keep you encouraged in the hobby. Mm-hmm. So we turn it into an open format competition, which is basically you, you win an award based on your own merit, not, a, not necessarily competing against, um, you know, about against someone else. Right. So, um, for example, say, you know, you paint, the, I say, I don't know, say you put in this model, whatever, and if they feel that, you know, it, it merits a bronze, it gets a bronze. So since you're competing against yourself, that means next year you want to go in and you want to try and win uh, silver next time or maybe even gold, right? So it's just, it, it's to keep people encouraged and, and stuff. But the other Gen Con prizes are still there, you know, first, second, and third place in each category, best of show and what have you. Um, so that's all, that's all still there and well and good. I don't know exactly yet what's going on with the manufacturer awards. Um, cause sometimes there are some manufacturers that, uh, partake and do manufacturer specific awards and, and do prize support. But supposedly there's been some changes in regard to that. And I don't know all the information on that just yet. But of course, I'll keep people updated when I know more. Um, are you going to be doing uh, updates uh, through uh, your personal page, or because I know you're going to be taking tons of pictures and social media and the whole thing? Are you going to be doing it's, that through your face, your personal, or your metalhead minis? Um, I, probably a mix of both. You know, um, you know, do stuff. Yeah, probably do like class-related updates. Probably on the Metalhead Minis page. Do random convention stuff through my personal page. Probably some on YouTube or whatever. I usually try to mix it around so that way, it, you know, because not everybody follows the Metalhead Minis page, for example, and I don't want to leave people out. Also, Facebook sucks at making sure everybody sees what you put on your business page or fan page nope, so of course I, I want to put stuff on my on my personal page um but yeah so i mean you know so that way people can actually see it and then youtube you know for the youtube subscribers post stuff on twitter so that the twitter people see stuff you know stuff like that so i'd really try to mix it around so that way people you know every everybody gets a chance to see something yeah, yeah. so yes definitely yeah and all my posts are public on my personal Facebook, so you can totally feel free to, uh, you know, any of you that are on there, you can feel free Stock to check Lynn. out. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Linstall on on Facebook, L-Y-N-S-T-A-H-L, and then you can, uh, you know, go ahead and, and go through the pictures and stuff like that. I don't mind. So, yeah. Good times, good times. I'm exhausted, <laughs> but good times. <laughs> I don't even think I know what I'm saying here half the time because I'm, like, uh, so freaking tired. Well, I mean, it's a big endeavor. I mean, one, Gen Con is one of the most premier events of all time of any nerd convention. 
Um, next to like Adepticon. Um, and so it's a huge thing. It's not just, it's not like, like I help with War Machine Weekend. War Machine Weekend is just War Machine stuff. Gen Con is every nerd thing you could possibly think of. Oh my God. I know it. And you always want to try and welcome people who don't know about your particular nerddom into the fold. You want to draw more people if you can. Right. I mean, because there's... I remember the... I remember what was it? uh, The one year... The first time Pokemon Go came out. And Gen Con was nothing but people doing Pokemon Go for the longest time. And everybody raiding and doing Pokemon stuff. Which I thought was hilarious because you're like, you're there for board games and stuff and everything you know, else. I'm like, nope, they're there for whatever makes them happy because it is nerd convention. Yeah, and they're going to be doing Pokemon events there again this year. Yep. You know, and there isn't anything wrong with it because those people aren't only doing Pokemon Go. Correct. They are doing other stuff too. Oh, for sure. So. There's always so much to do. It's it's ridiculous. I man, as soon as we, as soon as we found out Matt that Matt was able to go because also too, man, if it wasn't, I mean, I, I would have ended up in the car thirty hours round trip by myself, which would not have been a good idea at all. So, so yeah, as soon as we find that, that that he was able to go and he was able to finagle the vacation, I was like, I got you, I'll be there. And I was That's just like, awesome. Yeah, I turned around, and I was like, bro, I turned around, and I was like. <laughs> I was like, "Hun, you're gonna be so overwhelmed. Wait until you see. You don't know." <laughs> what was funny is um, the one year I went, uh, they were still allowing teachers to come in early, uh, the hour early thing, which I thought was super cool because hey, I'm a teacher, I get to go in. And I actually went to a couple of teaching, you know, seminars that were there. Um, and if you have that special badge, you get into the vendor hall an hour early. Cool. I actually stayed overnight in the convention just to make sure I was like second in line type thing to get in. Because I didn't want to fight the crowds. I didn't want to have to do any of that crap. And so um, while we were there, someone had posted up a uh, picture and a video of people trying to get into the hall on the other side of the area. And literally it's all, I mean, everybody's like ass to crotch trying to get in and waiting to get in. And, and you know what? When you're a vendor now and you do get in at, you know, an hour or so earlier than everybody else, well, you get in when you're a vendor maybe a half hour before the press and teachers and whatever, you know, get in. But there's so many vendors that you end up with a big crush where the vendor entrance is correct. now. Mm-hmm. And you've got vendors going, I have an exhibitor's badge, so I get to go to the front of the line. Meanwhile, all the other vendors who got there early are like, so do we all have an exhibitor's badge. So no, you don't get to go to the beginning of the line. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's, it's there's jerks everywhere. <laughs> That's true. And, and Gen Con's just gotten more and more crowded, more and more uh, busier and busier every year. Yeah, it's like it, it, it's it's incredibly like oh my god! One of the tips and tricks that I told uh, what did I tell Matt the other day? Where he was like, so so what do I need to what what can I expect? Right? At first, I told him go through my Facebook and go through all the past pictures, so that way you could see you know pictures of stuff that's there. And he says okay. 
And then I sat there and I said, oh, and when you start to feel like you have to pee, go then. Yes. You go. You don't wait. You do not wait. Right? I said, go then. Right then. Because by the time you get to the bathroom, you'll have to go pretty fucking bad. Yeah, because you're going to have to wait in line. You wait in line. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. I told him. And then what, what was the other thing I was we would talk about? I said to him also, oh, um, I, I'm going to the store after I finish talking to you, right? So I said to him, okay, so, you know, you never did this before, but me, I have this down to a science, right? So I said, after I finished talking to Kathy and Gonzo, I said, I'm going to go to the store. Do you have any special requests of what you'd like me to pick up? Right. Need snacks. Right, right. So I, I sat there and I said, uh, you know, is there anything special that you would like? I said, you know, I, I know that you, uh, you know, like unsweet tea and, you know, I could pick up some Powerades if you want for you and, and this and that. And then he goes, well, that should be fine. He's he's like, um, he, he says, uh, you know, what, what did he say? Oh, he thought I was just referring to the drive. He says to me, <laughs> he says to me, um, well, I don't I don't snack during during rides really and i said dude this is for the whole con this is i said look let me explain to you what happens let's just say you get hungry and you say to yourself and you say self i think i'm gonna get myself a taco from taco bell i said guess what that becomes a two-hour excursion (laughs) (laughs) yep (laughs) yeah you don't just go grab a quick bite now you can get some actually some really good food around there because there's a lot of good usually they have a lot of good food trucks right outside in like the court area oh, and they do, but even those have long lines and correct. are really stupid busy okay yeah. and, and and there are peak times okay but since gen con like i said over the years has gotten busier and busier and more and more crowded it now you want to go get something it's a whole excursion so i'm so glad that from the beginning of me doing conventions that I always had it down where, you know what, I should probably have snacks with me or, oh, yeah, I should have water with me or, you know, whatever. Because you should do that anyway. Because one of the biggest mistakes that people make at cons is that they don't eat properly, they don't eat enough, and they don't stay hydrated. Correct. And that's one of the biggest ways that you get con crud. Because you didn't take care of yourself the whole week that you were there. Correct. Right? You sat there, you ate shit. And then you didn't drink shit, and then Except you sat there, and you went out drinking shit. And the then only you shit there. you're drinking is you're sharing from somebody else's bottle slash flask slash glass, and that's how you get the con crud. Yeah, or I mean, you're eating out of their their bowl of chips that several other people have stuck their grubby hands in. Yep, that's how you get the con crud. Yes. When I was oh, yeah. working at Offworld, and we were doing. 50-something conventions a year selling the t-shirts at conventions. I got the con crud maybe twice. Ever. Yeah. Uh, You know? Because we, you know, we didn't drink out of other people's stuff. We didn't put our hands into food dishes that 20 other people have been putting their hands into. So, just watch what you're doing, you know? You don't get the con crud. Well, some people, the other thing is, too, is that people sit there, and another way that people get concrete, too, is, is not enough uh, rest. Oh, yeah. Um, 
So, so, cause like, you know, you get, and then I get it, you know, you get excited. You, you haven't seen your friends since the 10th plague or, and you, there's you too much whatever. stuff to do. There's oh too my much God. stuff to do. You can't Dude, sleep. I told him, I was like, I was, I told him, I said, you wait. I said, there's stuff going on 24 hours a day. He's like, for real? And I said, yeah, like D and D. Cause he, cause he likes D and D too. And I said, the, the, the room where you play D&D is the size of two football fields, and people sit there and they play D&D 24 hours throughout the entire convention. And he that's, was like, what? Yep, that's where my pal Jack will be. The guy sits to my left every Monday night at our D&D sessions. Uh, yeah. Who almost died this past Monday again. Um, but yeah, he's been doing that since the very first Gen Con. He's like um, almost 80. Crimson1919 wants to know, how many showers, meals, and hours of sleep is a minimum uh, you should do at Gen Con? You should shower every day because, duh, okay? No one wants that stink, and it is a hot and sweaty place, Indianapolis, in August. Yes. It's gross. Yeah, I mean, it, it does. It gets really hot in there, especially... Um, especially because of how crowded it is, how big the whole place is, and what have you, okay? You're so you shoulder start... to shoulder in the exhibitor's hall. True story, okay? Um, so, yeah, you should be showering every day, maybe even twice, like in the morning before you deal with people and definitely after you deal with people because that's another way you can get con crud because you don't know who's already sick. And, and you're sitting there basically all together a quarter of a million people and then they all touching on you and and grabbing your ass and whatever so yeah. you know and then meals you want to eat you want to have your three meals a day or eat at least two meals or two something. meals and, and snack and yeah. water oh yeah for water sure. you gotta water, drink a lot of water. water like no joke you have to drink water like i'm not even i'm not even bullshitting you i do I do that. I drink a green smoothie every day to boost my, my vitamins, and I take vitamins and stuff. Like, I don't play. Uh, you know hours of... hmm? Oh, I what? was looking at John Spencer's comment in the chat. Isn't that the old Meanoff John rule? One, two, three, at least one shower, at least two meals, and at least three hours of sleep. I was going to say five hours of sleep, but that's I would say at least, yeah. yeah. You actually want to, if you could pull off doing your eight hours, I say go for it. The years that I had a hotel room downtown, I actually went to my room and I would just lie down on the bed for like a half an hour, whether I fell asleep or not, but just to relax and close my eyes and just detox from the people. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. one thing is there's a lot, some people that have never been don't understand that you are literally shoulder to shoulder when you're walking through the vendor hall and it's so much noise. You need to every so often leave and go outside just for a little bit. Yep, just, you need quiet time. It's good. It's good for you because of stress and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you just just need to decompress a little bit for sure. Yeah, they're definitely a decompressing time. I know that, uh, like I said, whenever I uh, was at uh, waiting to get in, and I spent like the night at the convention hall, pretty much, because um, you're going back to what you were saying about you know it happening twenty four seven. There were people playing frisbee and building things and just having a blast in the empty hallways. And this was the day before everything was happening, but there were yep. still tons of people. Like there were like three or four guys that were taking the entire length of a hallway and were playing like frisbee tag, 
It was amazing. Xander, oh, yeah, it can be a there. major, major sensory overload. Um, it's just you've got to be so careful. If, if you have sensory issues, especially noise, you need to take it. If you're going to the vendor hall, take some you know, earphones or whatever to block it out. But there, there can definitely be a good sensory overload because yeah. not only do you have everybody walking for the vendor hall, you also have everybody playing games. Whether it's miniature, yep. role-playing, whatever. And they're not all playing games. They're, like, sitting on the floor yeah. in the hallway playing games. Uh, like, well, one of the times... Could... Go ahead. No, I was saying wherever they could fit. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, like, there was one time I was... I, the when, I, when I was there, they were playing a game of Werewolf, which everybody knows is, you know, the, the, the card, you know, social game. And they had, like, yep. 400 people playing Werewolf. They had stretched them down a hallway and in different rooms, and they were playing a, like a 400-man werewolf game, if that tells you. Um, I know that was that must have been crazy because sometimes you can just play with six people on that game, Yeah, and it would take forever to deliberate who the friggin' wolf is. Well, what they did is, they, I thought it was really neat, is that each group, they, like, they divided them up in groups of like 10 or 20 or something like that, and mm. they would send people off to other groups and make them go, you know, help them out. And they would send, like, emissaries out. And it was it was amazing to see and watch. Um, but also, if you're going to do any of the role-playing games, uh, like, whenever I went, I went and played stuff either I didn't play before or new ones that I wanted to play and test out if I was going to buy the product or not. And you get a, a, a room that can hold about, you know, seven tables with, you know, six or eight people around it in that one room and it's still pretty loud uh because everybody's role-playing and everybody's having a good time so i mean yeah you definitely the vendor hall is a very cramped area um everywhere is pretty tight um there's a lot noise. of people there's a lot of noise there's a lot of sweat there's a lot of smells uh yeah. it's it, and you just it's not I mean, it's not terrible for somebody like me who can tolerate crowds and sweat and noise and everything, but it's just something to be aware of as you're going into yeah. it, that, that this is how it is. And, and the yeah. vendor hall is never empty. It is ne no. There's never going to be a time that it's going to be, yeah. <laughs> there's never going to be a time where like, oh, I'm going to wait till the crowd downs, dies down. There's never nope. that in the vendor nope. hall. Nope, it doesn't happen. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to show Matt the bum rush to the door. I turn around and I told him because, well, because well, the first place he wants to go is the Forge World booth, right? Uh, <laughs> right, right? He's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, dude, can we go to the Forge World booth first? And I'm just like, well, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I said, I said but I said, you got to watch the bum rush to the door first. And when? he's like, he's like, no, we have to be at the door. Otherwise, how are we going to make sure we're there first? I said, bro. You do not want to be in that crowd because this, this poor guy, he gets hot so easily, okay? I, I've seen this boy in his house go, go to, in the, out of, what was it? I was in his house, so he went to, went to the garage. He was in his garage to get something out of his car. He wasn't in the garage 30 seconds. He came out and he was just sweating. The poor guy was sweating. And I, so I knew he could not stand in that crowd of people. Okay, so I told him, you do not want to stand in that crowd. You watch the bum rush to the door because that's an experience. And then we go to the Forge World booth. 
And then he's like, but what if they don't have what I wanted? And I was like, that's life at Gen Con, sweetie. Very much so. Uh, I got oh a video. God, Lynn, I can't wait to meet Matt. And I want to be there with you guys on Thursday when, uh, when, when you he sees watch the bomb rush. The bomb rush. Yeah. Because I, 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 I do it live, too. I do it live on Facebook. Let's to show make people that happen. People. Yeah, let, let's do where, it. Yeah, say where where to meet you, and I will be there. Well, usually right. what I do is I go to the second floor, so that way you can look. Oh, look down, yeah. Here you go. Yeah. Um, I'm going to open up something for us Yeah. we can see. Yeah, this is years. last year's. I'll turn it. I'll turn off the volume. This is the vendor hall for people waiting to get inside. This is not, yeah. and, and this is you know the bottom, and everybody, and they open it up there around the doors. You can't get directly on the doors. You have to get in a little cubby. But this is how close it is, and how everybody and they make a little announcement. La la la. Hey, whatever. I'm yeah. kind of fast and then they, they repeat. They repeat after the person at the door. I will not run. I oh, will not. Yeah. Yeah. See the little open area. That's the area you're not allowed to go to until they do it. That way, nobody's squished against the door. And I'm going to try to. I'm going to fast forward. I, yeah, I watched this last so, year. So basically, Kathy, that's what we're going to do. I'm going to take Matt to the to the ledge, so that way he could see over. Or even kind of to the side. Because actually, last year I did it where it was kind of to the side, but you were still able to see the whole thing happen. And that was a good video angle, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I had a friend who uh, who uh, filmed San Diego Comic-Con because Offworld does that show, too. And they're right next to the door at Hall A when people mm -hmm. come piling in. And, uh, and she put that up on Facebook. And I was like, yep, yep. And they always have an announcement about uh, clearing the aisles before the uh, oh yeah and everything. It's crazy. Yeah, and this is this is one of like two to three doors. This isn't just one door. This is one of like two yeah, to three that's doors. That's just one side of it. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, it's this isn't. Enough. Yeah, and it just keeps on and keeps on. And keeps on. So if you're going to yeah. go, you look on your map and go, hey, I want to go to, I'm going to go to Privateer Press first. And you go find the door that's closest to Privateer Press and you go there. Yeah. You want yeah. you want to plan out a list of booth numbers ahead yes. of time. I already have my list on a memo in my phone so that I can just look it up and be like, oh, Privateer Press is this booth number. Otherwise, you're never going to find it. It's going to take yep. you until Sunday to find it. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. You're, you're telling the truth. Yeah. I told him. I was like, wait till you see, dude. You have no idea. Yeah. Because he was like, no, we have to stand in the crowd. How are we going to get to the bike? I said, bro, you do not want that drama in your life. You, <laughs> he was like, you sweat just going to the, uh, just going to the garage and coming back in. You cannot stand in that crowd of people. You'll die from heat, you know? Uh, Jade. Uh, Jade asked, oh, wow, that looks intense. Is that what it is Thursday morning? Very much so. That is it every morning. That is not just Thursday morning. That is every morning. That's what it's like. Well, Thursday morning's the biggest one because yes. that's the first day and everybody's trying to get everything, all the limited shit. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that's pretty much every day trying to get in there. 
Um, it's that crazy, which is like you, if you're not prepared for it. Oh yeah. <laughs> She's like my anxiety indu- inducing. Yes. Very be, much. Yeah. It can be. Into- That's why I never, well, I always worked there and this year I will be going in with Jim, uh, to the Badger airbrush booth ahead of time. Uh, so I'll be in there as an exhibitor ahead of time. So I won't have to deal with that crush. I only have to deal with the exhibitor's crush, which is a bit smaller. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. Well, the exhibitor one, I know like whenever I did it with the, uh, the teacher pass, uh, they checked your badge, you know, two or three times before you even got in there. And then you went in one at a time. It was through one small door and it was one at a time. Um, so you couldn't, you know, you couldn't crush in, but there was a long, long line of people to get in it. Um, so just a heads up, make sure you take yep. some time away from Gen Con and have some you time because there is going to be some you time that you're going to need. You need it. Yes. But I mean, all of this is like, oh my God, it's so terrible. I mean, why would people even go here? It. It's so much fun. It's really worth it. But you just have to be aware of what you're going into and take take water and take snacks and take time for yourself, and, you know, and you'll be fine. Right. So, uh, so um, Kathy, where are you going to be in Gen Con? You're going to be at the Badger Airbrush? Badger Airbrush is, I believe, booth number 468. See, I already have it memorized. I was like trying to look it up on my phone, and I'm like, I don't even need to look it up. It's uh, booth 468. That's where Jim is going to be doing airbrush demos all weekend long. And actually, I'm probably going to end up at the Armored Wolf uh, booth, which is my friends do leather costuming and oh, yeah. pouches and stuff. So they're going to be selling stuff. They're way towards the the back of the exhibitors hall at booth 2665 and uh so i'm going to be spending a bunch of time with them and i just found out my friend cat is also going to be in town so i'm going to spend some time with her too uh so we're going to just hang out and bug the hell out of uh, uh trevor and charity at armored wolf <laughs> that's kind of my plan so in yeah. other words make sure you go say hi to kathy at that yeah. give her crap Give me crap wherever you see me. I don't mind. I I have my whole list of booths. Badger, Armored Wolf, Onyx Path Publishing, uh, Broken Egg Games. Of course, I have to stop by and say hi to them. Uh, The Witchborn, which is uh, the game that a friend of mine has been developing for years, and it's finally kind of taking off. Which I saw a playthrough of that. It's fun. It's It's interesting. It is actually really, really cool. Uh, it's really innovative too. I mean, yeah. you can use whatever models you want to represent the uh, the player characters and the models, and then uh, all the bad guys are run by uh, an app. And uh, I mean, it's really an, an interesting and innovative way to do a uh, a tabletop skirmish game. Yep, it was pretty interesting. Uh, I watched um, Ash from Gorilla Games did a uh, playthrough of it. I thought it was kind of interesting. Cool. Cool. So then I've got Pelgrane Press so that I can say hi to Ken <gasps> Height. I love Pelgrane Press. You know, the the writer for, you know, Vampire 
uh, Panacult games, Osprey games, so some Crossgrave, mm -hmm. uh, Mo Modifius Entertainment, so that I can finally get that demo of Fallout Wasteland Warfare. Uh, Happy Games Factory, somebody yes. uh, up the chat was mentioning Eden, the game, and so got to go by there. Uh, yeah. Impact Miniatures, of course, Iron Wind Metal, uh, Butch Honig Sculpture, because he's a friend of mine, and he does amazing uh, bronze sculpture. Uh, it's the shape of tiny animals, big animals, Kathy, you're cutting out. Uh-oh. Uh, I'll just keep talking. Um, door knockers. Uh, all kinds of stuff in bronze. And he's been doing it for maybe like 50 years. And uh, wow. Nigel State Art. Games Plus, which is one of the friendly sort of local game stores that's about an hour away from me. That's one of the closest ones. Uh, so I need to go say hi to them, of course. Stone Meyer Games, which did that uh, that legacy board game that I was talking about in a previous episode. Uh, yeah. Hearthstone uh, Legacy. Offworld Designs, which of course is the people I used to work with selling t-shirts at conventions, and they also do all the merchandise for Gen Con. Of course, they have to stop by and say hi to them and buy my Gen Con from them. Uh, IDW game. I can say hi to Ross. Uh, and they've got some games that I want to demo too, and I can't off the top of my head remember which, which things they have here. Uh, Private Press, of course, got to go say hi to Dallas. And Mantic Games. Yes. And games Workshop, and Steamforge, and Dust USA, and Corpus Belly, and Days of Wonder for my favorite games. And USAopoly and Devier Games, Chaosium, Atlas Games, Cryptozoic, Gale Force 9, Fantasy Flight, of course, and Community or not. I mean, Simon. Uh, yeah, they're kind of distancing themselves from the whole mini thing. They're on the board game company, I guess. So that's kind of my list right as it stands. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few. And yeah. I have all of the booth numbers. Right next to them, so that I know how to find them when I get to the exhibitors hall. Well, I mean, there is so you much. Yeah, you you have to be prepared to go here. Whenever you go, you're just not. It's like, oh, I'm just gonna walk around and say hi. I'm like, nope. You have to go. I've, it's like a mission. I've tried it that way, mm -hmm. and it is. It's not so fun when you have absolutely nothing planned. Yeah, you want to at least look at. Uh, the website and see what, what things are going on. Absolutely. Yeah, especially the vendor hall thing. You want to have a list of where the vendor halls are. Um, that way you can plan your route. All right, I'm going to go here because I know I can get this really quick. I'm going to go here, get that. Oh, I'm going to have to wait in line for this. Like Fantasy yeah. Flight, you're going to have to wait in line. And they have programs. And when you pick up your badge, you get the little uh, coupon book. You know, that gives you discounts at certain vendors and stuff, you know, and the, the program is super thick and it has a list of all the events and it has a list of all the exhibitors and a map and everything. Yep. Uh, Maximum DT, I am totally going to try and get a Monpot game 
at the Privateer Press booth because I love the previous version of Monster Apocalypse. So I definitely need to do that. And Privateer Press is on my list. Oh, for sure. That was another thing I had to explain to him, too. He was, like, looking at the vendor map, and he was like, what well, was it him or was somebody else that was telling me? I don't remember. It was all like, Fantasy Flight has four booths? Yep. And I said, oh, you've never seen a Gen Con Fantasy Flight games <laughs> line. <laughs> yeah. It's Not one of the mention. most insane lines you will ever see. <laughs> Not to mention, part of those booths are uh, tables for demo games. Correct. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Well, we'll see all that. And he'll hopefully, it'll come full circle to him and he'll understand. But yeah, it was like four <laughs> booths. And I was like, bro, you don't you don't know. You've never, you've never seen a Fantasy Flight Games uh, line. Oh, it, it's that insane. Is, no joke. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's a sight you'll, you'll understand that, like... I remember when I went in the Fantasy Flight, I was like, oh, crap. Well, I guess I know where I'm going to be staying for a while. <laughs> True story, though, dude. Yeah, it's, it's So, packed. Lynn, are you staying at a hotel downtown, or are you on the outskirts? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, since, since I'm one of the people that work it, I'm, I'm at an attached hotel. Okay. I always, end up, I always end up at one of the attached hotels. Awesome. I believe this year is JW Marriott, if I'm not mistaken. I'll have to double oh, check. Oh, nice. Usually we always either get the Marriott or the Hyatt. That's usually that's usually what we end up getting. So pretty cool, pretty cool. Can't wait. Very excited. Yes, yes. <laughs> With that, but we yeah, are oh, actually... So we're... Go ahead. What? Go ahead. We're almost done. No, no, no. What were you going to say? We were actually what? We're almost done with the podcast. <laughs> oh, is that what you were saying? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Because <laughs> we will I hold off on minis and movies. Or not minis and movies. We will hold off on uh, doing a media section next week. Um, which, who all is going to be with us next week? Kathy, are you with us next week? You're not with us. I am right? at Gen Con next week, okay. my pal. My pal. Uh, so, John and I will be on. Uh, we'll see if we can get another guest, just someone we can sit around and bullshit with. Uh, I almost got completed with this miniature. Um, I need to do the eyeballs. Let me do that real quick. Um, yeah, so it'll be me and John, and also I can just get someone to come hang out with us. Uh, maybe we can get Jackie or, you know, whoever. We'll see. Yeah. And stuff, and we'll, we'll, we'll be dreaming of what it's like to be at Gen Con. Are you going to go be a Gen Cant? Yeah, I have to be a Gen Cant. Oh, yeah, can't. the Gen Cant. Because I can't. It's uh, okay, Gonzo. We'll still, we'll still love you. I need to find me a good ninja, so in case something pops up, I can go go get this for me. I don't know anybody who's going to be there. I don't know anybody either. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Somebody said that was a good idea. I don't remember who it was, but was telling me this good idea. Okay, so you know how like there's Uber and shit like that? that there should be, you know, some kind of service or whatever for ninja shopping. Where like um, Okay, funny story. The first time we went was the only time I went. I went with a friend of mine, Chris. And Chris was at the Privateer Press booth. And so he typed in Facebook on one of the sections, hey, I'm at Privateer Press. Uh, does anybody want me to get me anything for them? Uh, you just have to pay for shipping, and if you give me a finder's fee, I'm happy for it. Um... 
He says, you know, you just got to pay for the model, shipping, blah. And some people will p- pitch in five to ten bucks. Uh, so for three days, that's all he did was go back to Privateer Press, go from Privateer Press to the UPS store that was located there and ship stuff off. Um, his wife <laughs> called him during this and bitched him out because his credit card was skyrocketed in cash. And she goes, oh. stop, stop, go look at the PayPal account. And what happened is, of course, people were PayPaling him the money to do it. And so he paid for his entire Gen Con trip from Ninjing for people because they would give him 20, 30 bucks, you know, to go but pick up a rear hand, mirror. I mean, yeah. What are you doing at Gen Con? Why are you even paying for it if you're not <laughs> doing anything except well, ninja shopping? He did, he, did, he did do other stuff. But when he could ninja shop, he would go in and get tons of stuff and come back out. He made his money back and more. That's cool. That's very cool. Yeah. No, him and I, we went and played a bunch of role-playing games, too. But it was just hilarious because Privateer Press goes, Chris, this is your fourth trip. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, okay, never mind. <laughs> so, I but mean. Yeah, could you imagine? Yeah, because like, like, people could sit there and make like a shit ton of money doing that. Oh, I know. But then again, yeah. Then there's some cases that that's pretty much all they'll do. So, I mean, there's that risk involved. Me, I mean, like, people ask me all the time about ninja shopping, but I'm like, I don't even have time to shop for myself. How the hell am right. I going to have time to shop for you? Correct. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So, all right, guys. Uh, we're actually about six minutes over. I know we said we'll, we're going to skip the media section because we were all talking and having a good time. Um, I want to thank Lynn for coming on. I'm going to miss yes, you. Yes, thank you, Lynn. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm going to have to, we have to find out a time sweet. when we can get together because I won't be able to say at, at Adepticon. No Adepticon this coming year? No, I can't. I will not be able to go to the next gen, uh, next Adepticon because of my new job. Not a big deal. Maybe the year after. You know, I have to but hooray that. for your new job. That's yes, this job is actually That's really true. cool. Um. So we will do, uh, John and I may do an extended media section because I'm going to be reviewing and look at this face and look how pissed off it is on Ready Player One. Holy f- oh. I'm, I'm kind of glad that you're skipping the review tonight because I wanted to watch <laughs> that before you do the review so that we can all talk about it together. Um, so, but we'll, we'll have definitely, I got a couple other movies I watched, um, we got a lot of stuff going on, guys. Was um, <laughs> it not as good as Casablanca? <laughs> on a scale between Casablanca and uh, Atlantic Rim, we're going below that. Um, oh, dear. Um, but, guys, pay attention to Facebook. We've got a lot of stuff going on. A lot of things are happening. Um Excuse our spam if it starts coming out. Uh, our year anniversary is coming up, and so we've got a lot of things coming um, that we're, we're super psyched about. Um, so just keep your ear open. And is going to be singing, don't forget, oh, yeah. if somebody pledges at the $20 level on our Patreon, you will be singing uh, the Shania Twain song. What is it, Gonzo? Um, which one? Does it feel like a woman? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta sing yeah. Feel Like a Woman. And if more than one person donates at that level, I will definitely sing two songs. 
uh, a month, so no big deal. Um, guys, check out the patron. Figure out what's going on. Uh, if there's stuff on there. If anybody... Um, if you have not received stuff from us, from either Patreon or from our giveaways, please let us know. I know Solosar, I don't know if he's still in here or not, um, had an issue with the Broken Egg Games. Hopefully he's got that taken care of because um, we want our people to have our stuff. Uh, we are doing another dice order pretty soon after our thing with Broken Egg Games. Um, and be on the lookout for that. Um, keep it going, Xander. Uh, we appreciate everything you do for this. You're making... <laughs> Guys, you don't understand how awesome it is for y'all to support us on Patreon uh, because you're making some of my uh, dream things happen for this podcast. Um, and it's some of the stuff I have in the works right now with Broken Egg Games besides the stuff I showed you uh, is just, it's amazing. I hope everything goes through. Um, it, it, I'm very, very humble for what y'all have done and helped us with. It's an incredible thing. Um, to have that. Um, like I said, uh, keep an eye also on our times when we're going to be streaming. Um, there's no longer a Tuesday stream. There will be a Wednesday one. Um, John, I hope to get my Genesis book pretty soon, but I don't know um, if it's going to be there. Um, I'm waiting for it, and we can also discuss that. Um, what else? I'll be streaming tomorrow morning, 10 to noon central. That's Chicago time. Mm-hmm. So. And uh, I will be, I'll be continuing my work painting the uh, these post-apocalyptic models, which way up at the beginning of this chat, I posted links to what they actually are. Uh, and they were from two different games that I have never heard of. So uh, they're called Afterglow and... Uh, the other sulfur two different uh two different post-apocalyptic skirmish games so go figure anyways i'll be painting those tomorrow morning sweet um, live on twitch also like i says uh school will be starting up again in a couple of weeks um so you may have to some sporadic stuff from me i'll still be doing stuff at night um so no big deal anything else lynn do you want to pimp anything while you're here do I want to what anything? Pimp anything while you're here? Um, no, I don't have anything else to add. I mean, you know, be sure to say, say hi at Gen Con. Definitely that. Any of yous that are coming? Any of yous? Huh? Any of yous? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn is really not from Texas, if you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. all right, guys, we're going to get out of here. We will talk to y'all later. Y'all have a good night. Stay out of trouble. Laters. Bye-bye. This is the time where we talk over our ending music and crack jokes. So, we, we, we this is our after credit scene. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah and I ran out of bourbon. That is not cool. That was not cool to run oh, out of bourbon while I'm painting. Good night, John. Good night, night, John. Cowboy. Night, Xander. Night, Banyan. Good night, Banyan. Man, night, man, I am so Sunday. jealous of y'all going to Gen Con. It Good makes night, me Congo. upset. <laughs> Good night, everybody. I gotta figure out how to turn this off because uh, that's always I a problem. I can't wait to see you, Len.
I can't wait to see you either. I'm so excited. Oh my god, so I just told 